Welcome back to the Make It Count Podcast. I'm Marcus Meir, founder of Meir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. All right, Tyler. Like uh, last couple weeks or fairly often recently, we got a guest, which we love. Less, less me and Tyler, more guests. And I've been excited uh, to get this guest on because I think it's something a lot of people listening need, small business owners in particular. And we got Jeff Martin, who's a business coach with Company Growth Academy. Jeff Appreciate you coming on. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you got going on. Hey, guys. It's great to be here, and thank you all for having me. Um, yeah, I'm a business coach. I am a uh, serial entrepreneur. Um, outside of four years in the military, I've had n- no paycheck job. So I'm, uh, I am all in for entrepreneurship. And uh, Company Growth Academy is, is basically where I feel like um, I'm supposed to be. Because I've had some good times and I've had some rough times, as as most entrepreneurs right. have. Right. And uh, you know, I just believe in teaching the lessons that you've learned, so other people coming up can either shortcut their success or avoid failure. You know. Yeah. Are Are you? I would imagine most people who do what you do, and probably like us, are you? You're probably following other coaches speakers, entrepreneurs, kind of who are some people that are influencing you and your coaching? Um, there, I would say there are several, and you're, you're right. I actually learned, though, and I'll get to that, but yeah. I learned from my customers. Yeah. I learned from my own experience because everybody has a certain way, um, and it's, it's just really neat. The thing about it is that businesses are like fingerprints. There are no two alike. Yeah. And so um, although I do follow things, I am one of my favorite books of all time, and I read it probably once a year. Is E Myth Revisited mm, by Michael yeah. Gerber? Mm-hmm. I love love the book. Um, Donald Miller is is I'm certified as a Story Brand certified marketing guy. Oh wow! Okay, okay. and That's I'm cool. a certified business coach through Business Made Simple. And uh, Gino Wickman, the guy who wrote Traction. Right. I I spent about three years as an EOS implementer, and uh, so I take away from everybody yeah. and, and i'm just uh I, one of my newest things which has been around is pumpkin plan if y'all have ever read yeah that's mike mccallowitz yeah. yeah we yeah. had a, a profit first episode yeah. um yeah. a couple episodes back yeah Huge. so I'm, I'm dealing with them right now and you know not that i need to go out and get all these certifications but because i believe that all businesses even just think of your cpa firm you're way different than most cpa firms yeah right so it has to do with your people the leadership um, the products and services you offer. And so one operating system is not the way it should go. Right. I believe you need a customized operating system based from the best of the best. Just cherry pick what works and, and make it your own. Yeah. And uh, that that's what I'm into. So is that like, I mean, that's interesting because I'm, I'm hearing kind of two things. I'm hearing, okay, so I've got kind of my team of mentors in the sense that you've got these certifications through different programs. But then would you say you're using that? You've got to be then doing some due diligence with people you coach to, be, to, to really get to know them kind of under that same point you made about no two businesses are the same. So you're, I would imagine, and I'll let you answer that, but you're, you're learning about people's DNA in a sense, yeah. what makes them tick, how they work, how they lead. And then you're taking what you know from all the different certifications and kind of molding, molding that, a coaching that, plan. That's exactly right. You, we, we customize. Here's my, I have these philosophies, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is going to get old real fast, but, but I believe in my heart of hearts that 
when you go in and coach somebody, my, my passion is with the business owner, right? I, I want the business owner to win the day. Oftentimes, if I'm truly going to help him or her, I got to help the people under owning. I got to help the team members. I got to help the, the managers. I got to help the leadership team. It's, and, and I love working one-to-one with, with business owners. But if I'm truly going to help them, I have to get everybody on the team to see his vision. The, the trick, though, is if, if I'm a team member at a company, I see the, the owner's vision through my perspective. Mm. If I'm a manager, I see it from my perspective. And if I'm, even if I'm on the leadership team, I still see the vision from my own perspective. So we have to get team alignment. And in order to do that, we have to work with every, we don't have to, depending yeah. on what the needs are. Right. But we really should grow every person. I, I believe that as we grow, the company grows. Yeah. Whether you're the owner or team member or manager. Well, do you follow any of uh, Craig Groeschel's? Do you follow his podcast? Craig Groeschel's a kind of he's a pastor and uh, he has Life Church. Out of, I think it's based out of Oklahoma. You know, Craig yeah, Groeschel uh, has the yeah. leadership podcast, mm-hmm. and he his stuff's phenomenal. You'd love it. But one of the, he was one of the first to do these virtual churches, so that's kind of was their stamp. And also the guys who were behind the Bible app. So mm-hmm. Craig Groeschel and his team. But one of the things he always says is. Everybody gets better when the leader gets better. Oh, no, that's how he so he he says that every time. So as you're saying that, I'm thinking, I know my own, I know, you know, my own secure insecurities and and thinking through how I am a leader. And I'm like, I tell this to the team all the time, like, especially Stephanie, because she she hears me. (laughs) I'll go and kind of confide in her and I'll say. That's that's because I didn't do something. That's because I'm not leading well. That's because of an insufficiency in my leadership. It's so true. It is true, and often it's a training opportunity. Yeah, you know, that, to get us over that hurdle. Yeah, yeah. Do you find a correlation? We we, you know, not to liken accounting or business growth to like a diet, but there's that kind of mentality. Like you usually hit a roadblock, or there's kind of this moment where you're like, all right, I need help. You yeah, know, I yeah. can't, uh, what, what kind of patterns do you see and, and, and what kind of mentality you have to have to like embrace coaching or, you know, yeah, huge, uh, huge question. And obviously I, not obviously no one probably realized this, but at my heaviest point, I was 340 pounds. I'm 240 right now. And so, uh, through discipline and habits, probably habits first, Yeah. You know, um, what I say, I just started walking, right? I started doing the only thing that I actually could when I was that big. And I I created these micro habits. They led into bigger habits and those habits turned into disciplines and disciplines turned into expertise and, and, and results. It's the, you you asked that question. It's the exact same thing in business. We just often have bad habits and, and more often than that, we're not disciplined. Man, it's funny you're saying that. And as I'm hearing you, I'm going, he's got a, I know he's read Atomic Habits. You read Atomic Habits? I have. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I'm hearing it because it's, yeah. it's so true. And I, I hate to bring, I keep thinking about like you, it's almost like I'm in a sermon, you know, you're hearing that. <laughs> and well, well, sometimes a sermon, people are nudging the person. They go, you, you're yeah, listening yeah. to this, but I'm, yeah. I'm going, this is for me. Cause I'm like, that is me. Yeah. You know, when I think about where I struggle, um, as a leader and as a business owner, it's, 
it's God, why am I breaking the chain of things that have been working? Yeah. yeah Every time we are. have a guest, it's like any kind of business coach, <laughs> consultant, advice, we're always like, God dang it. I know. We so, like, we're like, yeah, we know what we need to do, right? <laughs> but he's going to make us feel yeah, better yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah, he's going to work. I hope so. Yeah. The third point of the sermon, you just, yeah. Well, you got to, you got to convict them first. I mean, you got to need the service. Yeah. Dig us in a hole. Yeah. Because I always think of that. I'm like, oh, God. He started talking habits. I almost, almost put my head down. I was like, well, it's true. Cause you mentioned, even when you were talking about like vision, or, or communicate like you got to make sure that everybody understands it through their own lens right so you have to that, make sure right. that, that that's communicated like that's the fun place to start you yeah know i mean it's got to be difficult to go to a leader and be like ah, actually it's just this thing you're doing every day you need to change this <laughs> habit and then eventually i loved how you said discipline will turn into expertise yeah, yeah. and uh that's good one of the things i saw i was looking kind of through your videos where you're talking about clarity yeah i'd like you to speak on that a little bit because i think about that a lot and i think about how business is it's it's very clear when you look at a business and you see people going in different directions but is that one of the things you're addressing yeah it's, a lot? it's really the first thing we get to um is it, clarity when i work with a business owner i'll do what's called a growth accelerator session and we'll sit down for 90 minutes and we'll talk about the first thing we talk about what's your exit strategy and you can't believe how many people don't don't have one and, you know, there's really only four things. You're either going to sell the business, you're going to hire somebody to run it, you're going to pass it down, or you're going to close the doors and walk away. Yeah. And, y'all, so many people today, there's a pizza joint that just walked away the other day. Yeah. Here in town. Yeah, I saw that. And, and it's to me, that is the saddest, worst thing possible from, from a business owner or an entrepreneur. And so we start with the exit strategy. And, you know, then we start working with team alignment. That, that's when we, when we understand the vision and our mission and what we're here to do, what we're built for. We've got to make sure that everybody's aligned and, and then we go on from there. Are you spending a lot of time? Seems like you're going to say yes to this, but when you're doing that exercise, are you really honing down with lots of questions to narrow that vision? Yeah. I mean, I would imagine you're probably yeah, asking some real penetrating questions. Like, it, well, tell me work. more about that. Yeah, yeah, it's work, and there's some tears, and there's some <laughs> yeah. some revelations, you know? Yeah. yeah. Any business, you know, I, you're aware of the book. I wrote a book called Business Mulligan. Yeah. You know, just think about when you go out to play golf, right? You have an idea of where you want the ball to go, and then you get up there, and you swing, and it, whoosh, it goes, <laughs> off, goes off course. Yeah. Right? That's the exact same thing that happens in our businesses. Yeah. We have this vision, we have an idea, and and it may not even go far off course, but the next one doesn't go on course. And so we get out of line extremely quickly in business. But because we're so deep in the business and we're working to save the day and, mm -hmm. and just keep the lights on for tomorrow so we can come in and do it all over again. And we're always one one thing away from oh, a breakthrough. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, exactly. Because most I would imagine most business people are fairly op like they have an open mind, like they're glass yeah. half full. Very optimistic. Optimistic or, type or they wouldn't even start. Yeah, right. that's right. They had some belief to get them off the couch yeah. or get them to leave that job they're in. But when it goes too far off course and it's just not your vision anymore, it feels like I got robbed and, and I'm, I'm doing something I don't want to do. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's a really, there's this love-hate relationship sure. with your business. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious because I know one of the things that I see a lot of people 
uh, doing and it and myself included again I'm, I feel like I feel like I should be laying down on the couch <laughs> like I, it's like Jeff just you know diagnose, just talk it out. diagnose <laughs> me here yeah. shiny new objects oh it's rough do you do you I know because okay I'm a big software guy I love technology and apps I mean if there's not a day goes by that there's not another one I'm like ooh that could do it I know what what would you say to that person well, who's I, chasing that sort of stuff and because and I, I know for me that gets me off the alignment yeah so, so in the book, it, it's about focus, adjust, replay. And that's how you hit a golf ball, right? Your next shot, you're going to have to focus, make the adjustments, and then replay the shot, right? Um, really, if, if we're clear about where we want to go, it's, it's now about execution. And if we can't focus on getting what we want, we either want it or we don't. It's just like me lose 100 pounds. I either want to lose it or I don't. That's Ooh. the tough reality. Yeah. Um, because we can play all these mental games and we can do all that. But divided attention is one of the worst evils out there in, in companies today. We do it in our people. Let's say, Tyler, you're the, you're the best guy at doing this. So we ask you to do it. And then two other people, they can't do another thing. So you're our best guy. So we ask you to do that too. Yeah. Right. So we, we put too much on our best people. We divide their attention as business owners. We're focused on the future where most of us are visionaries and we're looking toward the future. So once we get to one success, we're off to another success. We, we, we have to do that. That's what feeds us. And so I would just say, that, you know, we have to focus on the things that we want to do. We said we wanted to do, and we have to execute extremely well, understanding that we're going to have to keep adjusting and replaying. Yeah. You know, I would imagine you're probably always as somebody who's their advisor, bringing them back center, huh? Oh yeah. I mean, accountability is is huge because most companies, they, they lack focus. Yeah. They lack accountability and it's tough to lead people today because we've changed so the world's changed so right much. what can you tell me and marcus who are special cases and, um, <laughs> right. everybody and you don't struggle with any of this yeah we're yeah. special cases in the sense that we can juggle multiple things at oh, once gosh. you know what, what how do you convince us well i i would say you're mistaken <laughs> <laughs> you're no. full of, fill no, in it, the blank. Look, most of us can do things well Right. Uh But what's so depressing is when you feel like you get in this rut and you feel like I'm doing so much that I'm doing nothing well. Yeah. And I'm used to doing things very, very well at a high level. And so I would say focus on the things that you know you can do well, that you're very, very good at and, Mm -hmm. and that you like doing it. Right. Yeah. Delegate to elevate. Right. Yeah. Delegate the things that you can't do. Or, um, there's that book, uh, who not how yeah i mean find the people that can do it yeah i love what dave ramsey says is this equation it's called focused intensity over time multiplied by god <laughs> yeah, is, is yeah. his is his and it's so true like the focus to stay on a path is always generally especially if the path that you start out with if you had a coach to clarify the path correct mm-hmm. if that was the path to success generally speaking focusing on that and staying within those parameters is going to be, you're going to have excellence or succeed. But, oh, God, it's so hard. Like, I'm thinking what you said, divided attention. Yeah. Like, I keep thinking about myself. I mean, yeah. I, like, it's, it's we, we very all, We all do it. Yeah. To different degrees. Yeah. What bring, what's the common denominator in, in executing well with all that, though? Discipline. It yeah. really is. And, yeah. and accountability. 
Yeah. So it's it's hard. <laughs> so yeah. let me ask you. I'm I'm curious. What are I want to hear some some war stories. War you stories. Got, you got any? Can you give us? I mean, obviously, no, we're not going to name names here, but some some really success stories of people that you maybe. Is there anybody that you said? I mean, I know I'm going to take you on as a client, but oof, I got my doubts. Is anybody have you oh, yeah. done like that, and then you you were amazed at what happened? Kind of one that comes to mind. Um, I have gotten so much better at taking clients that I know I can help, and I know they'll listen to. I think they will, right? Um, but in the early days, I, I took on people. I would say I took on people that were broken already. Yeah. Uh, but you asked for success stories. Yeah. So I, um, I have, uh, Did you put anybody back together? <laughs> the, the coolest thing of all. And I've said this on another podcast. So, but nobody's going to listen to that one. Um, the coolest story that I have is I was at Albertson's one day and I ran into a client and his wife. And when, uh, he introduced me as this is my business coach and then, the guy stepped off a little bit and she says, Jeff, I want to tell you, thank you. And I was like, thank you for what? Thank you for giving my husband back. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. I was floored. Yeah. But that's why I do it. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason I do what I do. This individual has gone on to sell his company and um, he did as far as EBITDA, which you'll appreciate. He did very, very well on the multiplier. I was shocked in his industry that got the same multiplier. I worked for them for about two years. And again, what's the exit strategy when we first start? The plan was to, I want to move away from the day-to-day, mm-hmm. and then I want to get into a position where I can sell the company. And that's what we did. Yeah, And, and that's what I do. I mean, you may not have plans to sell your company for 10, 15 years, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But at least get yourself into a position where you're out of the day to day and your company's paying you back a return on investment in time and in money and in peace. Yeah. That's why we do this crazy stuff. Yeah. What's, um, take us from like consulting to coaching. Cause I think we all know like nothing we're hearing right now is like something we don't have to be convinced that we want. Obviously, we all want all those things. But why do you coach versus just giving people aha moments? Yeah, really really good question. Um, I I think there are three phases or three categories of somebody like me. You have a coach who is in there with you and working with you to reach a goal to make you better, right? To make you a better business owner or to make your team better. Then you have a consultant, and those are the guys that they give you the plan, and they hand it over to you, and they say, look, if you do this, then you you will win. You may even have to hire a coach after you get their, okay. their consultation, right? Yeah. Then you have the advisors who really, they sit back, they tell you what the best strategy is, and then... They're out of there. Craziest thing is the advisors get paid more. The consultants get paid in the middle mm-hmm. and the coaches get paid less. <laughs> but it, I, I'm built to coach because I just, I want to see the owner and their teams win so badly. Um, I, I am part consultant, part advisor, you know, depending on the situation and, and needs of the owner. Um, but I will tell you that, that, and sometimes, as owners, we all have to bounce ideas off of people. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And to have a trusted advisor that you can, that will help you make decisions. 
because we make so many decisions daily. Yeah. And, and they get more critical and more important. Uh, and, and sometimes we can't talk to our, our team about it. You yeah. Know? But, um, it, that, so you have to be a little, when you're a coach, you have to be a little bit of everything. When you're an advisor, you strictly advise, and you, you mm-hmm. I'm, I'm out of there. Yeah, consult, and you hope they don't take your advice, honestly, because then you're like, I'm not liable. You know? <laughs> yeah, <right>. well, <laughs> you, you have no, no idea how I, awesome I my plan advisor. was. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. If only you would have tried it. Yeah, you, know? right, you right. should have done it exactly <laughs> like I said. You should have hired a coach. To get you yeah, through it. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but um, it that, it's uh, that's what I'm built for. Yeah, you know? I just think of that too because that's that's you know. I think we started the podcast. It was books we've all read and things like that. And you realize, man, it's just another my Okay, well, I know what I know where point A and point B were, but how did I not get there? And I think there's some value in just we we don't instinctively know. We instinctively know as as business owners or leaders to read books to to mm-hmm. digest new information and yep. things like that. But coaching is just not instinctual for some reason. Yeah, because it, it requires discipline and accountability. Yeah, I was going to say and that. we can hold others accountable, but it's tough to hold ourselves accountable, you know? Yeah, I was going to, I mean, that's, yeah, that's that's the essence of it. It's, it's as you're saying that again, God, I keep, <laughs> I, I almost got to pay up something here. I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting a free session here, but man, that is like, getting coached because of the accountability thing you either want like you said I'm, I'm listening you said you either want that or you don't like if you really say like I, if i tell you jeff i want to go here yeah. okay i'm going to hold you to going there and these are the steps we're going to take to get there how are you are you that i would imagine that's an ongoing thing is that is that is, is that structured is that hey i've got a weekly well, check-in or a month like how does that it's work very, very structured okay i tend to work with companies uh on my private clients yep. I do some group coaching stuff but on my private clients i'll work with a, a customer once a week for a couple hours a week and we just keep going every week now i may work with you the owner one week i may work with you every week for months yeah. Um, I may work with your leadership team. I might work with your sales department. You know, uh, so I like to get in the trenches and work with them. Um, again, though, as as we grow, the company grows. Yeah. And so every person on that team needs to grow as, as an individual and as a team member. Have you ever had similar to the, the client you saw at Albertsons where the wife came up to you and said, you know, you've really changed our lives. Have you ever had employees Come from come in a situation where the environment has gotten so much better because the leader has gotten so much better. Have you ever had yeah. them come and yeah. thank you? What's neat? I'm working with a client right now, and I'm on about the fourth month. And like I said, we start off with team alignment, and so we do a lot of things to bring the team together, make sure we get clarity, communication skills going up, and and changing the environment uh, wherever it needs to be. It's amazing to me how quickly things can start to turn around. Now they're not completed. It take your your people side of the house never is is over. You got to continually do it, but you can turn around things very quickly when you start just doing a few structured things. Yeah. And so I love that. And, and so I'm thinking about this one company that I, that I've been there for four or five months. Um, one of the managers sees her path now. She sees where she can go in this company, where before she thought she'd reached her limits. And when you start showing people that, you know, you have a path to growth, 
you you can grow here and you can take on more responsibility and ultimately earn more but but there's a path um it changes their worlds yeah because they can stop looking for other jobs they can stop being dissatisfied where they are they can start to appreciate what they have and what they can do and they're in control yeah and so their whole demeanor their whole outlook everything changes and i love seeing seeing that now i'm seeing with that company i'm seeing it a lot i see it with every company yeah all right so i got another question for you if you were to walk into any business just blindfolded what would you guess like where would you start and what i mean getting at is like are where are you seeing the same thing over and over again in small businesses and you could just like put money on it if i say this you'll get you'll get help people problems Today, it's people problems. One, because the cell phones are changing us. <laughs> They're changing the world, right? Um, politics, unfortunately, is changing the world. People are more divided than we've ever been. And, you know, if you look up the true data, 66% of employees in, in the United States of America, they're disengaged. They're actually thinking about something else rather than what they have to do. Mm. So it's it's around that people problem. And that's why I typically start with team alignment, um, then move into process optimization and then value drivers, finding the owner's value drivers. Um, the answer to the question is people. And, and, and in, in people, it includes leadership, management, and, and all the team. Uh, and so we got to get that squared away most of the time. Do yeah. you find that a compelling work uh, a fulfilling work can soup can can override that. I mean, like in what I'm hearing is people are disengaged, but your job, I would imagine, is to come in and say, we want to make this compelling enough for you to flourish, for you to see some opportunity. Is that one of the things that can overcome disengagement and apathy? Yeah, we got to tell a better story. Yeah. Right? And we have to attract the right people. How do we how do we tell a better story to attract better people is one we have to really get our culture down and i used to think culture and all this stuff was hocus pocus you know i really it it is so wildly important and so i go about it a little bit differently Uh, you know i create um your mission Mm -hmm. you know i'm a military guy and, and you know a mission is different than uh core values. It's different than everything else. This is what we have to get done. In the next 12 months, we will do A, B, and C because, and that because is the thing that will attract people. You know, it may be altruistic. It may be something. We have to look at our key characteristics. What type of people are we looking for? The characteristics that's going to make a great team player. And then we have to look at our critical actions. So your critical actions are things that we do every single day, regardless of the day. Take take Chick-fil-A. What do they say when you say thank you? Yeah. It's my my pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. That's one of their critical actions. You know, a a key characteristic for Chick-fil-A is um, fun under pressure. You know, you may be sitting there and you're busy like crazy. I'm an assistant manager and I see a church bus pull up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got you got to somehow get the front the cashiers excited and you got to get the kitchen excited about what's about to happen. I got about 40 kids that are about to come in here and it's going to be crazy. Fun under pressure is a key characteristic that mm. they look for. Yeah. And so that's, that's what cool. that's one of the things that we need to do from from the start. 
Yeah, critical actions and key characteristics. You just describe like very little things. And Correct. Is that the idea that they're like these little micro habits? Yeah. To create habits and disciplines to get that expertise and yeah. conviction. Really. Well, it's funny. I, I think I kind of piggyback off that. Uh, there's a, a pretty famous clip of uh, Simon Sinek. Yeah. And a guy's asking him, they're talking about trust in an organization. And, the, and the, basically the gist of it is Simon Sinek says, you develop trust is that there's not a moment you say, hey, Jeff, I trust you. Yep. It's the the uh, accumulation, again, back to the small things, of little things over time. He says, it's not like maybe your wife one day says, I love you, but she realizes in retrospect, it's all the things you're doing. On a, you put her coffee cup out in the morning and you you know, you know do this mm-hmm. and that. You, you go get her favorite candy on the way home from work because you were thinking about her. It's all those little things that it makes an employee say, it's great working here. Yeah. I trust yeah. these guys. That's right. It's not like just because one day you did the right thing. That's I mean, right. is that kind of what and you're getting at? We have to prove to our team members that we want them to win here. Right? Yeah. Most people they just go to a job and and they don't feel like the ownership, the leadership really cares. We want our people to win and and have victory in the end. And so if I feel like I'm contributing and uh, contributing toward the vision, you know, and uh, they want me to win here, then then I'm staying here. Yeah. I'm not even going to look around. Yeah, that's interesting. You mentioned delegate, elevate, uh, and I've been been trying to do this too. Like I've realized in terms of like building trust with people, there's this – like we tend to want to like be team players and want to be like, oh, okay, I can take that on. Let me do that. I'll help you out. But what we, what I'm learning is that every time I do that and I, I do it poorly or I do it halfway because it was an add on thing yeah. that I'm trying to help, I'm actually losing trust. It's almost better for me to be like, no, I'm not going to do that. And it might surprise people. But if it means that what I say I'm going to do, I actually do well and I can do that consistently. Expertise. Then people will be like, no, I trust that this is going to be handled because yeah, he said right. it would. And, 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 the and worst now they're thing, not thinking, well, it could go 50-50. He yeah. says he's going to And the last thing we want to do is step on your toes and say, nah, I got this. You know, a lot of family-owned businesses where it's one for all and all for one, mm-hmm. it, it's beautiful. But it really, you step on my toes when you come in and take over what I was doing. Yeah, and so we have to we have to draw those lines, set clear expectations, hold people accountable. It's it's you know it's just it's not hard. It's not it's it's, just, it's, it's easy, but it's hard. It, yeah, it's. Exactly I mean, I've heard. Right. I think that's the what people have said, but it's all these things are not rocket science. No. Yeah, I mean, not to diminish anything you're doing because it's you, but you just need no. to be reminded and held accountable. You need somebody along you again, a coach to say, "I'm for you." Yep. Right. Yeah. But but you're not really playing that well. <laughs> you, <laughs> exactly. you run into place. We said you, you said you wanted to go. Yeah, there, you said you, know? you wanted to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think? Yeah. <laughs> you I know? hope you do it. Yeah. Well, this has been yeah, great. I awesome. mean, um, how can people get in touch with you? And you mentioned earlier off air that uh, that you had something to, to yeah. share with us. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, because this it. is this is so critical, and and it goes to the heart of clarity. Um, one, you can reach me at companygrowthacademy.com. Um, on there, you'll likely see that I'm putting together a cohort. It's a 30 day cohort and it's called the brand messaging guide cohort. And as a a certified story brand marketing guide, uh, I'm the only one in Lafayette, by the way. Um, it's getting your message clear 
helps not only your customer, but it helps your team. And you can't get your marketing going at 100% unless your message is clear. There's a big difference between messaging and marketing. Yeah. And so it is, it's, it's a cohort that I'm putting together. I only have six companies, but I'll, this is different than any other cohort. I'll let you bring two representatives from each company. So it'll be a group of 12 people, keep it small, and we meet every Tuesday and Thursday for four weeks. The first one's kind of welcome kind of thing. And the last one, once we have the, the brand messaging guide built, it will be kind of graduate, celebrate, present, or uh, not yeah. presentate. Right. Yeah. So that's graduation, the, that's celebration, the, presentation. That's sort of the deliverable as you walk out of there with, with a, a brand, brand messaging, messaging guide. guide. You'll have your seven part framework, your toolbox mm -hmm. that you can all, whether it's a social media post, your website, a letter you have to send out, email sequence you will have a toolbox you can just go in and have your messaging and it's always there um you'll end up with an explanatory paragraph that you can throw on your website for due diligence folks mm -hmm. that actually read websites yeah we'll, we'll create a paragraph a video script it will give you a great script for a great explainer video to put on your homepage. you can use that for social media and you'll also leave with which i think is the holy grail the one-liner your one-liner is a descriptive, um, simple, repeatable message that sums everything you do up into one statement. And from there, we'll create an elevator pitch. So anybody in your company will have a, an elevator pitch that's built from the StoryBrand seven-part framework. Yeah. It is. It's it's a very good thing and i have about three spots left so okay awesome. all right well, so, i do here. one every winter spring summer and fall so this is the fall one gotcha perfect yeah, yeah. well good deal and you, you told us how they can reach out to you how yeah, they can find out companygrowthacademy.com uh it, you'll find the brand messaging guide but you can also go to brandmessagingguide.com gotcha to call the action Easy that's against the rules <laughs> <laughs> oh well uh, well, good deal. And as always, check out Mir.group. You can find this episode and all the other episodes there as well and, and get out and uh, get in touch with Marcus and his team. Thanks again. Yes, yeah, this is great. great. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. I enjoyed it. Yep.